honesty hour, I did not know what I was doing in regards to launching this podcast. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without Anchor. Anchor makes starting a podcast super, super easy and allows you to not only use their platform to distribute the podcast, but you can even go on your phone or computer and record and edit the podcast right on their platform. Best of all, it's totally, totally free. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Strange on Purpose podcast. Today we had on Anastasia from Xena Workwear. Um, she essentially just made a niche uh, market for herself and her brand and her and her husband completely bootstrapped everything. Um, and she made something that traditionally wasn't women friendly into a women's product. And she has a lot of stuff coming and she's doing a lot of cool stuff. So let's, li let's listen to her story. Welcome to Strange on Purpose. Today we have on Anna from Xena Workwear and uh, you are the co-founder and CEO, correct? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. Um, well, we're just going to get started by letting, I'm going to let you take the floor and kind of introduce yourself, your product, and kind of how you got started. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Uh, so we design and manufacture fashionable steel-toed boots for women in STEM. And how I started this whole um, project was I worked in manufacturing for many, many years. And why I loved my job in this manufacturing field I always hated my safety boots, <laughs> my clunky safety boots that made it impossible to look professional. And kind of after five years of frustration and talking to a lot of my friends in engineering and my coworkers, I decided this can't be rocket science and I will figure out how to make something nice that is still functional, safe and looks great. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> and it's honestly, when I first, when we first, uh, I think we were introduced uh, via LinkedIn and, mm -hmm. um, it was really cool. They told me about the person who introduced me. I'm blanking on the name, but the person who introduced me told me about the product. And I'm like, wait, that isn't a thing yet? Like you think like something so simple, <laughs> right? like, well, so, so simple from the outside eye. I'm sure a lot goes into it, but mm -hmm. so simple. Why haven't we thought of that before? And I'm glad you're actually filling that void and um, actually providing women in STEM, the opportunity to not just wear those clunky boots anymore mm -hmm. and um, actually look stylish while they're working. Yeah, right. Uh, I So many people ask me, like, why didn't somebody else do that already? Um, I think <laughs> this this whole market, we know there are more women, men than women in the manufacturing construction field. But women are going, the numbers of women in STEM have been increasing year over year. Yeah. And we want to feel comfortable and confident at work and with the currently available options that was impossible so i'm very excited to finally launch with a product that women want to wear i w worked with many women on on focus groups to develop the design that they want to wear yeah um went through rigorous testing that is needed in the manufacturing construction field and we just launched four weeks ago. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. I When we first met I in person, um, I couldn't allude to too much, but we were actually working on a project with Kohler. And mm -hmm. now that we're finished with it, we can chat about it. Um, and it's really cool. So they, they we worked on this massive project. They're doing a really big push into mm -hmm. telling people that there are a bunch of women working in manufacturing. Yep. Because you think manufacturing, you think of um, just 
honestly, you think of that old white guy that's been working forty mm-hmm. years in manufacturing mm-hmm. and hasn't done anything else in his life, and that's completely fine. But a lot of people don't know that the industry's changed to the point that it's Kohler right now. Uh, what they were telling us was it's fifty forty in regards wow, to interesting. Yes, uh, <laughs> people, whether it's in the front office or whether it's on the floor, there's a lot of women on the floor. Um, and a lot of women involved. So it was really mm-hmm. cool. We worked on the project. Uh, they're doing it a women empowerment campaign. So oh, wow. okay. um, if you've never been to Kohler, Wisconsin, I recommend it. It's my first time ever. And I thought, okay, I'm driving through a whole bunch of cornfields. This is going to be kind of boring. And then you hit Kohler, you're like, wow, there's a ton of <laughs> toilets everywhere, but it's really cool. <laughs> I love to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's, they actually, it's really cool. They have a toilet wall. So you see the soundproofing behind me, it's just full of toilets. Mm-hmm really weird but cool like it's like one of those things like all right i'm in town i'm gonna check it out creative environment yeah (laughs) but uh yeah so we were working on this campaign Mm -hmm. with them creating videos and everything like that and they have uh four women that are working kind of vps on the floor um that are doing a or we're doing a big like essentially a round table talking about what they've had to go through to get to this point mm-hmm. and go through everything that they have and talk about their struggles and talk about the things that maybe they got lucky on and stuff like that and one of the big things that um they had in the backdrop was it was Kohler's first employees mm-hmm. and the only it was all men yep. um when Kohler first started it was a very old vintage looking photo mm-hmm. um but it was really cool. They blew it up, so it was behind them. Um, and I, it, it was just a perfect backdrop because you have you can see how everything changed. How, how things changed, yeah. Exactly. And, and I think the issue was that there were not enough women, not enough role models for women in the field. When I grew up, I never had anyone in my family who worked in engineering, manufacturing. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Kazakhstan. I was born in Kazakhstan and moved to Germany when I was 10. And in my family, in my surroundings, I never had that role model, but I liked challenges and thought I would always was interested in math and physics and engineering yeah. and decided to go into this field. And I think times are improving. Now we have um, more women going to this field and through social media, Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, young girls get that exposure to badass role models and I'm so excited to see that and I'm so excited to be part of that movement it's a small improvement that I can provide yeah but if I can make women feel more confident and comfortable at work um, I think that's that it will be a great achievement yeah that's awesome and I commend you for that that's (laughs) that's amazing and like at the end of the day um I've I grew up, I'm 100% Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Grew up in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, moved up to Milwaukee about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, never left. The city kind of captured me. It's a cool uh, city to it, live in. It I is. I love Milwaukee. <laughs> it's a really It's a really nice city. A lot of my family from Chicago, mm-hmm. they always mess with me. They're like, hey, why are you still up in Wisconsin? Cheeseheadville, because I'm a Bears fan. <laughs> hey, why are you still up there? Why are you still up there? But then they come, they come in the summers, of course. Mm-hmm. They come, they're like, okay, we understand why you yeah. like it so much we here. You should keep it a secret. Yeah, yeah. I not too many people. Yeah. <laughs> that and uh, my family's my family enjoys drinking here and there, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Wow, the drinks are a lot cheaper in Milwaukee." Yeah, you can actually park like you can get anywhere in twenty minutes. Yeah, you have beautiful a beautiful beach. There's so much to do. It doesn't matter, and this is what I love about Americans or people in Wisconsin. It doesn't yeah. matter how cold it is. There, there's always something happening. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I 
uh, this year was the first year I did it, but right down the street in the third ward, there is a, in the middle of the winter, they do the ice bars mm-hmm. uh, on the right. outside. And mm-hmm. I was, I was like, um, it's kind of cold. Why are people outside? And I'm like, oh, okay. They serve hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. You have enough, dr- if you have enough drinks in you, it's probably a little bit warmer. Yeah, good, good um, company. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a good time. Um, it is. but you, you mentioned you moved to Germany, uh, mm-hmm. when you were 10 mm-hmm. and then now you're in Milwaukee. Fill that gap for me. How'd okay. you get here? I studied in Germany um, international project engineering, which it's an engineering degree, but has a huge component with project management. And I had to do a, an internship abroad, and I always wanted to go abroad. Yeah. So I applied in diff- at different companies in many countries, and the offer that looked mo- the most interesting was one in Waukesha. Um, okay. I worked at a steel cutting tool company and thought it was really cool. Worked in uh, heat treatment of steel. Okay. That was very interesting. And during that time, I met my husband. Okay. He speaks three languages, but German is not one of them. <laughs> oh, wow. And after going back and forth a lot, I decided to move here. Yeah. Um, when we got engaged, I love Milwaukee. I love the city. It has some German culture. Yeah. Um, and love living in the U.S. Yeah. I, I make sure that I see my family at least once a year, but I, I enjoy living here. That's awesome. And... Your husband, is he originally from Wisconsin? He was born in Moscow, but moved here when he was four. Okay. Moved to Kansas, from Kansas to Detroit, because his dad is an engineer. Yeah. And Detroit is a, has a lot of manufacturing. Yeah. So, yeah, he he loves Milwaukee as well. Um, That's so awesome. Yeah, we, and you guys co-founded it together, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that been? Well, it's good. Um, yeah. Couldn't imagine a better business partner. We have different skill sets and yeah because we're working very late nights i can't imagine how people start a business by themselves no without the su- having the support from <laughs> from their husband or wife um so yeah it was good uh, i love working with him we yeah. get up early in the morning he, he still works at aurora so i okay. start i work most of the day by myself and he joins in the evenings yeah and on weekends so that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't understand how people do it themselves. Q, actually, um, we are old college roommates. Mm-hmm. And when I first started out, uh, I graduated from Stritch just north of here. Um, and I had kind of my pick as to where I could go next. I could mm-hmm. have ended up in Portland, Oregon. I could mm-hmm. have ended up in Chicago, Miami, New York, mm-hmm. kind of anywhere. And some reason I stayed in Milwaukee. There was just something nagging at me. Like, there's something in the city you just don't, you haven't found it yet. Yeah, and I took a job with the Bucks. It was right when they op- they were building, announced that they're going to build a new arena. So I was like, oh, um, I'll sell tickets. It's going to be an easy sell. Mm-hmm. Um, little did I know it wasn't an easy. I got hung up if if I made a hundred calls a day, I was probably hung up on fifty calls a day, mm-hmm. and then maybe I talked to two people. Okay. Um, and those two people were telling me like, why are you wasting my tax dollars? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's not me doing that, but. Different discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started there and mm-hmm. then interned a bunch before that. Interned with the Bucks, uh, the Brewers, kind of everywhere. And then ended up after I realized that ticket selling probably wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I started looking for pr- promotions outside of the Bucks. So um, actually got with one of my internships. It's called uh, Rock Venture. Mm-hmm. Rock Ventures. Uh, it used to be called MK Sports and Entertainment. Okay. Um, and 
I sold sponsorship for them, did really good work. Um, but throughout this entire time, Q was trying to start his own things. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a failed virtual reality startup. He had a, finally had legs underneath him in regards to a personal branding agency. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, this isn't, I'm making money. I'm making the most money of my life, but it's not for me. So yeah. what can I do next? Mm-hmm. Um, and I w- little did he know I was literally doing the same thing. I was making the most money in my life and there was just something nagging at me like this, stay in the city, but like, don't find something else. Exactly. Okay. Find something else. So, um, I took a leap of faith. I was like, Oh, I'll be able to find something in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, quit my job, gave, well, gave my two weeks after those two weeks, got, I was like, all right, let's start looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that is bold. <laughs> yeah, very bold. It was not the smartest decision of my life. I got into a ton of credit card debt. I was actually um, unemployed for a month and a half. And since I quit, there was something with unemployment that like, I'm mm-hmm. not qualified or mm-hmm. so, something like that. Would you say you regret the decision or you think you would have never made that move if you didn't cut it off? I think I would have still been selling something in sports which i have not like sports is my passion Mm -hmm. i love sports Mm -hmm. every day i'll i'll talk sports with anybody okay uh anybody anything from i used to hate soccer and now i really like soccer that that, that's the sport the only sport germans care about okay cool (laughs) awesome i actually so the wave got me into soccer so i never even liked soccer uh growing Mm up um puerto ricans it's baseball or really die Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and Baseball, for whatever reason, the community I grew up in, Chicago, like the baseball guys didn't get along with the soccer guys. They did not? No, I, d- <laughs> I don't know why. It was just this stupid rivalry. Um, and so I was like, oh, yeah, I don't like soccer. But like seeing, I know it's a completely different game than the outdoor game, but like getting introduced to the indoor game, mm-hmm. I realized, okay, there's strategy behind this. Okay, this is actually a really cool sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I didn't make that leap and leave that position, I think I still would have been You would have been stuck in, in this field okay yeah i i would have been doing the same i am doing sales right now but i have my own company i'm in the field that i wanted to be in uh little did i know and it, mm-hmm. i didn't know that i wanted to be in some type of agency studying or anything like that and this was kind of the the first step into it mm-hmm. um so i mean after q kind of got what q got with the two other founders and he was like hey we need a sales guy is he we need All a sales right. guy and i was I was driving Uber Eats and fixing bikes at mm-hmm. Bubbler mm-hmm. Um, to pay rent. And I I was like, hey, I mean, anything's better than what I'm doing right now. I'm not, <laughs> I don't like to get my hands dirty. Like, I'll get my hands dirty if my dad needs help around the house yeah, or something. Yeah. But if it comes down to it, I'd rather sit on the phone all day than get my hands dirty. It's mm-hmm. just me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, okay, let's do this. And since then, we've hit the ground running. If it and if it wasn't for me taking that leap, yeah, there were, sometimes you have to make that scary yeah. jump. And I, I know what you're talking about. It's, yeah, what it's I want to I want to hear your jump. <laughs> I I just I read a whole bunch of articles mm-hmm. about you and the brand. Mm-hmm. You took that same leap. So how was that for you? Yeah, it is always scary to to make that first move. Um and. For, for me, it was a gradual transition, like moving out of my job. Like ne- next week will be my last week okay. for my consulting company. Great company. If anyone ever needs <laughs> project management support, go to Project Success. Loved working with them. We nice. helped a lot of clients in different industries. Um, I was able to gradually reduce my hours. 
Okay. So last week I reduced it down to 30. Okay. And then this year I supported a few more projects, but now I'm fit wrapping them up. So next week will be my final transition week and Congratulations. I will be focused 100% on Xena work work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. We especially during the Jibeta program yeah. that we went through during the past 7 weeks. Yeah, talk about that a little bit more. I want to I want to learn yeah. I, there's a lot of people out there um, especially that listen to this podcast that are still in that growth stage and are considering programs like Jibeta. How mm-hmm. was that for you and how's that propelled mm-hmm. Xena to the yeah. where it's at? It, it was um, was an amazing experience. So we we applied for G Beta and got in like early. We started early April. It's a seven week program. Um, you meet on a regular basis a few times per week, and it's very the most helpful thing about this is that you set goals for yourself a few times a week, and you constantly have a mentor who is pushing you outside your comfort zone. And this is exactly what I needed because we have a lot of potential and I just needed this additional push to someone to tell me like, Anna, just get it done. It doesn't yeah. have to be perfect. I'm a per- perfectionist. Okay. Okay. And, um, yeah. Do you think so that comes back I, from where your previous experiences? Um, uh, comes probably with my personality and living in Germany. I value quality and mm-hmm. want to make sure it is, perfect before I do something. Uh, and it's good that sometimes, okay, it's 90% perfect. That's good enough. Let's, yeah. let's get it done. <laughs> <laughs> done is better than perfect. That, that was very good. And they are so well connected in the Midwest in general. They, they helped us. They helped us to launch faster. We just mm-hmm. launched four weeks ago. They helped us to get connected to a lot of manufacturing companies in the area, um, connected us to a lot of investors. We didn't plan to raise money that quickly, but now we're talking to a lot of investors who are willing to work That's with awesome. us. So this is exciting to build. We could have done it without any investment very slowly, but to execute the vision that we have to be the go-to company for um, for women in STEM, yeah. um, for apparel, not safety boots is only one thing that we will fix. Okay. There's much more that we want to do. And in order to achieve that, we will need some support from outside investment. Yeah, that's so awesome. The Gbeta program was amazing. would recommend it to anyone. That's awesome. And it's it's something that, that the, the growth that you, you guys are about to have is amazing. And it's cool seeing it from the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and like right now, I'm going through HubSpot's accelerator. Um, as of right now, it's called Elevate, and mm-hmm. uh, we just got that? accepted into it. Um, it's really good so far. So I've this is the first week of it. I just literally you walked in. I was just debriefing, and I made okay. a quick LinkedIn video about it. Um, but it's cool. I've had two instructor instructors. One the first the first one was from HubSpot, just talking about SEO mm-hmm. and making sure that we're bringing people to our site and everything like that. We on the top of Google. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too involved with that, but it was cool see, hearing the the back end and seeing what everybody else, the people that are doing it, seeing like, okay, are we doing this? Yes. Okay, cool. We're, we're good. Um, and then today's um, was somebody from the Bay Area mm-hmm. and they were talking about marketing and stuff like that where I'm a little bit more hands-on in our mm-hmm. company. Yeah. And it's really cool because like I get people from each coast, the Midwest, mm-hmm. the South, anywhere mm-hmm. like that. And same time every week, it's a virtual accelerator. Uh, they give okay. us quizzes, they give us a mentor, stuff like that. And it's really, really cool. Um, and 
I know I read something uh, in the Biz Times. Um, are you bootstrapped to this point? Like yeah. Where we are right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we, we saved some some money. Yeah. <laughs> tried to uh, run a lean operation for years. So we developed the concept early 2018. Okay. Found a, found a designer, found a manufacturer, went through five rounds of prototypes. Wow. Passed the SDM testing and like worked on the website and just launched four weeks ago. So wow. until then, we, we bootstrapped everything. That's awesome. And there comes with, there, like just doing that alone is something to talk about. Like I know we're bootstrapped to this point mm-hmm. um, and I know it takes a lot. Yeah. It takes a ton <laughs> and it takes a lot of sacrifices. Um, so if an entrepreneur came up to you and said, hey, Anna, would you rather take investment early on or bootstrap early on? How would you answer that? I would definitely bootstrap early on because um, you don't know what your potential is. So try to... I love that. (laughs) I love that. Try to execute as much as you can by yourself. uh, Get some traction. And with that traction, you can work on a more reasonable valuation and then see the potential for the company. And at that point, bring in outside investors. Yep my approach i love that and it's <laughs> funny um we actually we so at the end of the accelerator for me for hubspot um i have the opportunity to pitch at inbound which has about twenty five thousand people mm-hmm. um but i would be pitching in front of general catalyst which is a massive vc fund out of the bay area as well mm-hmm. they've uh invested into people like venmo um snapchat wow. okay. just they have a very good reputation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they pick the right people. And that's a conversation that like we as founders, we're like, okay, so if Izzy does do this and does it well, do we want to take on investment? Because we've done this to this point and we've fit, I've learned so much about myself that I didn't, like I lived with Q for five years and mm-hmm. I've learned stuff about Q that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And just in in regards to his tenacity and my tenacity and like, Eric and Brema are kind of, it's, we laugh about it in the office. It's like peeling an onion because we didn't really even know each other when we started this company. And it was honestly one of the first kind of issues we ran into was trust Mm -hmm. because we, me and Q trusted each other, but did we trust each other? How how did you build that trust? I'm curious because (laughs) building, building a team is ahead of us. Yeah. I, I think that trust came from just, doing first um and setting that example second and then really we we did we implemented one-on-ones early in 2019 so it's not it hasn't been that long but um we the one-on-ones have been able to okay eric or even like if it's me and q in here doing a one-on-one q what are you going through right now what can i do differently mm-hmm. Um, and we always talk about it. We need to tell each other. We, I want to be able to punch someone in the face. I want them to punch me back. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I, it, honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just want honesty. And I, we, we kind of, we're on the track upwards like crazy. And I feel like trust kind of brought us down a little bit and now we're back upwards. We're doing fine. But, um, we say it all the time. Hey, if we don't have that communication and that trust mm-hmm. and that honesty at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we're not going to be able to uh, get back on that track or jump back on that track and be where we want to be at the end of the year because we all have mm-hmm. bills to pay. Mm-hmm. We all, <laughs> I mean, this suite is nice and everything like that. We did a good 
get a good deal, but is still expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, So we want to make sure that we're all trusting each other. We're all doing the right work and we're all doing our jobs at the end of the day. Um, And you mentioned something about being a perfectionist. Our, my mentor and Q's mentor, really all of our mentors is one of our clients. Her name's Jackie. Mm -hmm. Um, She's a a CEO and founder of Excelity Marketing uh, downstairs. And uh, she's on the fourth floor. We used to be neighbors. Um, Mm -hmm. And, she says something all the time that really stuck with me from the first time she said it in front of me. It's done is better than best. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. maybe not with client work, but maybe with, okay, let's make sure, Izzy, did you get this done? Uh, yeah, but it probably needs to be seen by everybody. Probably doesn't need to be seen by yeah. everybody. It probably can be seen by one person and just kind of mm-hmm. roll with it. That type at of at stuff. some point, you have to divide and conquer. Exactly. We, we realized that as well in the beginning. We were try to do everything together, like try to be on calls in the evenings together and at some point like, okay, we have to get things done. Like we have to trust each other and we have to divide and conquer. Yeah, I love that. And so you guys are married. How Mm -hmm. do you separate business from personal life? Or do you let it intertwine? Because I've heard, I've read stories that people do let it intertwine, doesn't affect I've heard the opposite. Words, what's your stance? It's um, it's difficult. We mm-hmm. talk about it all the time. Yeah. Like I love working with Dimitri mm-hmm. um, on this business, but sometimes it has to be something that we put on the calendar. So we'll have dinner tonight, and this is something we, we agreed on. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we'll go out for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, we promised each other, okay, um, I still haven't done it, but as soon as we sell one pair of boots, we'll we'll get a m- go to a massage place and get a massage. Nice. Place. <laughs> like we have to. Should go to Kohler. Oh, you have a recommendation? Oh, Kohler. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to. It's you have to make a concert a conscious decision to separate it and take time, and it is important to take care of yourself and get enough sleep. Yeah. We're still terrible at this <laughs> but <laughs> it's an art to do list to okay make sure you work out enough you yeah. get enough sleep and take care of yourself while um getting work done yeah yeah definitely and it's funny you bring up all these things and i'm thinking of things um that relate to it and mm-hmm. like it's probably like six months ago uh believe it or not like i'm bald right now six months ago probably six to eight months ago, give or take, I had a full head of hair and I was just stressing myself out like crazy because of everything that was going on here. We were doing completely fine, mm-hmm. but I was like, okay, what's next for us? What's next? What's what's after that? What's after mm-hmm. that? And uh, we had everybody had to really sit me down. They're like, hey, you can uh, chill a little bit. We're fine. <laughs> you can go day by day <laughs> and everything will be fine. And my hair hasn't grown back, grown back just yet, <laughs> but um, it's it's a fun. It's funny, like just it's something so simple. When we were little, everybody's like, "Eat so you can take care of yourself," or mm-hmm. "Do this so, to take care of yourself." But I feel like we lose track of that. You're like, yeah. oh, why do that when I'm going to work and I'm making money and doing this and doing that? Mm-hmm. And the simple things, like when I actually sat back, I'm like, okay, I'm going to start working out again, or okay, I'm. I like playing basketball, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go play yeah. basketball down the street. Yeah. Yeah, we finally signed up for volleyball again. This is how Ooh. this is how we met, and this is what we used to do. We used to play in two or three different leagues, and we haven't worked out in months. And so we 
Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're playing at least once a week. Yeah. We'll go to Bradford Beach. We'll play volleyball. This nice. is the time to <laughs> to work out a little bit and enjoy yeah. enjoy the lake. I love the lake so much. So yeah. I enjoy the time at the beach. So yeah, it's it's a good it time. Will, it will not happen by itself. You have to schedule it. Exactly, like, schedule it, and then you. At the end of the day, I feel like you have to want to do it. Like mm-hmm. I, I had a wake up call. Um, about four months ago, I was diagnosed with I'm a celiac, so mm-hmm. I have I can only eat gluten free stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom has it, and she also has MS. Um, and she seems to think that uh, her celiac, kind of, not being treated, developed the MS. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a wake up call for me. I'm like, oh wow, she okay. like she has an electric cart, everything like that, and. Um, She's been, she's one of the strongest people I know. Mm-hmm. And does she live in Chicago? Yes, she does. Okay. Uh, so and she's close. Exactly. She's, she's definitely, so I live in Greenfield. So I'm, once I get down the highway, I'm an hour. Mm-hmm. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. But um, I had that wake up call and I had to want to, hey, let's go play basketball this mm-hmm. year. Or, hey, let's, um, I don't know, let's go swimming or yeah. do something else it's so that w- my take health. Take care and, of yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, really meditating has been huge for me too. I have that, I, I forget what the app's actually called, but there's an app to help you meditate. Mm-hmm. At the I, end I've of heard night. about it. I forgot the name. Yeah, uh, It's like ri- Rise or something, but um, I do that every night before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And it's good because I fall asleep and at the end of the day, like the, the sleep... Everything goes back to sleep. You mentioned that you're you're working on it right now. and Yeah, I think the challenge is to... Oh, Stare at your laptop until yeah. <laughs> one a.m. and like that light is, does not help you. It's yeah. mostly. <laughs> I have but those I, blue light. I usually have glasses. Um, they're getting. I had a massive crack in one, so they're uh, getting fixed right now. But I I picked them up one day. They had a crack on them, so oh, no. I don't know what happened. Um, but I had the blue light, mm-hmm. and my eyes were giving me a huge trouble. And since I got that blue light lenses, because I stare at my laptop all day, mm-hmm. uh, since I got that, it was, it's amazing. Oh, really? And if you okay. don't need glasses, they're like ten dollars. You can okay. find them online. Okay. Yeah. I should please don't send me tell a link Wisconsin later. Vision that though, because Wisconsin Vision, you're a great client of ours. So you go get them at Wisconsin Vision if you're Good. listening. <laughs> <We'll do. laughs> um, but yeah, I I think um, relating back everything back into entrepreneurship mm-hmm. um a lot of the people that do listen are wanting to be entrepreneurs are currently entrepreneurs so what are some lessons that you've taken from kind of your journey to this point that you can kind of share with everyone mm-hmm. i think if you want to start a business and you have an idea that you have been thinking about for a while i think the key thing to do is just do the first step just get started and as soon and start talking about it. Yeah. As soon as you start talking about it, you gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you at least have to try. Yeah. Of course, it has to be rational. You have to make sure that you do your market analysis and make sure that there's um, there's a need in the market. But just go and do it. Yeah. That's the first step. And then a big lesson learned for us along the way was when we developed this boot. Um, we went through five rounds of prototypes, and I think we could have could have reduced that time by providing very clear directions. Okay. This is very important to set expectations for your team of what you want to achieve. Yeah. That was a huge lesson learned. Yeah. 
Um, let me think what else. <laughs> what, did, what did you, in regards to, you mentioned that um, lesson, lesson learned in regards to just providing details and communication. How's that communication been between you and your husband? Um, it is difficult. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> as, as soon as you, especially when you decide we'll divide and conquer, it's difficult to, um, to keep everyone updated all the time. But um, yeah, we, we communicate a lot. This is very important to be transparent, especially when there are issues. This needs to be communicated as soon as possible. And I think you need to create that um, culture and environment in your company that even if it's bad news, it needs to be welcomed. Yeah. You want to realize as soon as possible if something goes wrong and fix it as soon as possible. Yeah, I love that. And you alluded to a couple things. I don't know if you can say it on here, but you alluded to more than just boots for Xena. Mm -hmm. what's, what's in your horizon and what's in the horizon for Xena? Um, at some point, uh, we would like to launch um, apparel. Okay. I have a few cool ideas. I cannot share too many details no about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but we're working with um, a really cool girl who used to work for a different company that manufactured clothing for uh, the construction industry, and they never took her ideas seriously. They, what they did is they said, "Here's a men's, let's say, men's yeah. sweater shirt, just adjusted for women." This is not our approach. Wow. She talked to a lot of women in this field and. Uh, has a good understanding of what is needed and I have a few really good ideas as well so yeah. we would like to expand into apparel at some point but the next step will be to design the next boot okay that it will have a slightly lower heel and will have ankle coverage so I'll go to Mexico by the end of June to work on the next design nice and, and where in Mexico uh, in Leon okay yeah nice that's awesome do you speak Spanish I speak some Spanish I I should not say that anymore. <laughs> you know, we went to, I always claimed that I speak Spanish and I used to be very good, but then we went to this very specialized shoe fair. Oh. And like talking about specifics of boots, <laughs> that was challenging, yeah. but I, I, I do speak Spanish and it comes back as soon as you have to speak Spanish. Yeah. It always comes back. That's how, that's how I am. I go back to Puerto Rico or uh -huh. I'll, I'll be even at my grandparents' house. And my my girlfriend is 100%, uh, she calls herself a mutt, but she's Caucasian. Um, mm -hmm. And we'll go home and I'll be hanging out at my grandparents or even my parents' house. She's like, I don't know if it's who you're surrounded with, but an accent comes out randomly. And I'm like, I don't have an accent. She's mm -hmm. like, it comes out when you talk to your grandparents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I, I guess I have one. I've... She took a recording, and I had one. And I I, I'm sure I have an I have an accent in every language. So in Kazakhstan, I learned Russian, so I speak okay. Russian. And, of course, with an accent, in my German has a slight accent. Yeah. Um, in English, of course, and Spanish. But, hey, I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you jumping on today. Thank um, you so much for having me. This yeah. This was great. No problem. And I think... Oh, what, before I let you go, where mm -hmm. can everyone find you and where can everyone find the product? Okay, good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our beautiful safety boots are available on xenaworkwear.com. Okay. And Xena spelled X-E-N-A. Um, yeah, check us out. Uh, you can please follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Again, Xena Workwear. 
easy to find. Awesome. And I would love to get your feedback, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you again. Thank you for jumping on. And um, go visit the website. If you know anybody in need of the product, please purchase. Thank awesome. you. Good. <laughs>